Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm Abby. And today we're looking at Furious 7. Uh, it's the uh, movie from James Wan. It came out in 2015. Uh, it was delayed because of the passing of uh, Paul Walker. But Abby, yeah. what were your thoughts of the movie? The movie was good, but I found it like, I don't know. I couldn't focus on it because the guy died. Mm-hmm. And he was a good actor. I liked him a lot. You know, I just couldn't believe it, you know? Well, my, I mean, I, I saw the original th- trilogy, the first three, and I mean, Tokyo Drift was the last one. I didn't see four or five, and I guess five is the gold standard, apparently, or, or six is. Yeah. Um, so when I saw this, it became, it was an international, like, super spy. So this was exciting for me to see this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was far better than the original movie. The very first movie pales in comparison. This was fun. Uh, I know they had to reshoot this a year later because of the passing of Paul Walker. And yeah. it was weird because uh, you could tell, I mean, they got his bro- brothers in to do this because they looked so yeah. from the shots. But the way they recut it, it's, it was always eerie when they go on to him. It, it just felt kind of strange. But the irony of all of this is that um, rather than giving him a send-off in the movie, he's still alive. So in this universe, he's still alive. No, you just yeah. don't see him. And the ending is like his his death, if you will, is he is now a father. He's a, he is literally a, he has his own family, which is what the movie is all about family. Rather than killing the character, they make him, you know, they give him fatherhood. Fatherhood is what is his swan song. It's a very, very strange concept of, of a of a way to to remove somebody. Um, you know, and it's and, and considering it's about family, uh, it's just such an odd choice. Right even up until Fast 9, where he, he kind of has sort of like a, a resurgence of a character, which is sort of like near the end, they still don't identify his passing. And they call um, the, the baby Brian. So a lot, a lot of things in this is sort of a little, a little off. But uh, I thought this was probably one of the more energizing, fantastic, over-the-top like world hopping, James Bond, you know, like the car, we have the car jumping from building to building to building. Mm-hmm. Some of these sequences are just um, amazing. You have Tony Jaa, one of the great martial artists, doing some yeah. really great stunt work against uh, Paul Walker. And there was mm-hmm. some stuff in here that was just top notch. Uh, so for me, this is this sets the bar for how I look at it. Though I have not seen four, five, and six. Um, uh, so I'm looking at this with fresh eyes. I find this was one of the marquee um, better films based on Tokyo Drift and based on the very first two films. Right, right. Okay. So, okay. And what about you? Any, any additional thoughts? Any additional thoughts? Episode 9 kind of um, gives you time to heal. You can smile again because of what happens at the very end, you know? Very true. Very it kind of redeems itself, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, the tone of it's really crazy because at the beginning you have Deckard Shaw visiting his brother. And yeah. it's something out of like the Joker with the Batman Dark Knight. He blows up the hospital, yet he tells him, look after my brother. Yet he's destroyed the hospital, which means he inadvertently kills his brother in the movie. You could think about it. And yeah. that tone is completely off, but it offsets yeah. the rest of the film, which is a very serious tone. So the movie it's established itself as being fun and that's the idea so with that i'm ray and i'm evie we'll talk to you next time take care next time